Welcome to Winning on Wednesday. My name is Juan Vitas. I'm the founder of Winning on Wednesday. Today's guest is Joel Solomon. Joel Solomon has been a chartered financial analyst since 1995. In 1992, he was named a fellow of the Society of Actuaries. Joel Solomon is a prosperity coach who has helped others overcome obstacles standing in the way of their financial freedom. In 2021, Joel published a personal money management bestseller, Infinite Love and Money, with Molly Singh. In 2019, Joel published the nine money rules millionaires use, only the unconventional ones, which was a bestseller in both self-help and personal finance. In 2018, he published a mindful management memoirs of a hedge fund manager, which is also a bestseller. In 2012, he achieved a decades-long dream with the launch of his own hedge fund, Salomor Capital, named after his two daughters, Lauren and Morgan. Solomon's financial experience includes management in a $700 million long and short and credit portfolio for Citi. Solomon generated positive returns every full year during his time at Citi, including 2008 when the market suffered 40% losses and financial stocks. The only ones he managed managing collapsed 57%. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Joel. How are you doing? To Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Juan. It's such a great pleasure to be here. I'm really honored. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. And so tell us about, uh, tell us about yourself. Tell us about, you know, um, about, I, I like to start with everybody. Where did it start from the very beginning? And I always say that starts with at home with your family, your parents. What did your parents do for a living? Um, you know, this is a business show. So we would like to talk you know, about business, but I'm just curious to always find out what uh, uh, parents did for a living to see where your background came from and where you got, came from and where you are today. Yeah, for first of all, I'd just like to mention um, my company name, Solomore, is named after my daughters. So I have two daughters. Uh, they were just born yesterday, but <laughs> they're, they're 18 and 16 now, uh, believe it or not. It just time flies. Wow. And so Lore is for Lauren, Moore is for Morgan, and the name of the company is Solomore. Uh, so what did my parents do for a living? Uh, my dad was an optometrist, and if you asked him or ask me what uh, your his purpose was, he, he would have said eye doctor. He, that was his true purpose. He, his father was an eye doctor. He was an eye doctor and he did it for 60 years. Wow. Doing something, doing your profession for 60 years. So, just, so I, uh, that was I, his purpose. Wow. And, and, your, and your mother, what did uh, she... she she was a reading teacher and, uh, you know, she, she really liked, uh, she was into reading, you know, the importance of reading and she, she was, uh, a teacher who taught, you know, kids who had difficulties reading. So the kids who were, had to be taken out of the class to, to be, um, to improve their reading. So she was like the adjunct teacher in, in many of the classes for many, many years. I, you know, she retired at 65. My dad retired at 85. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and when you were little, what did you, um, what did you strive to become when, I mean. So know. I'll tell you my first dream. I was, uh, a, despite the fact that I grew up on Long Island, I was a big New York Yankee fan. And if you asked me what my dream was, it was catcher for the New York Yankees because I was a big, big fan of Thurman Munson and he played the game with passion 
And he was my hero. So at nine years old, I wanted to be a Yankee catcher, but I had a really hard time hitting the fastball and the curve was even more difficult. <laughs> so didn't end up doing that. And so what did you end up going in your degree? In? Yeah, so uh, I, my, in college, I started out with uh, going for coding computer science, believe it or not. I think you might have gone in a similar direction, and, but I, I, I didn't love it and I wasn't great at it. So I transferred to a math and statistics major. So I got a double major in math and statistics at the University of Rochester. Wow. And um, did you have any role models when you were growing up? Anybody that inspired you to um, any role models? Growing up, well, I, I'd say if I go back to like 20s, Warren Buffett was my role model. And, and I looked up to him as being like a great money manager and uh, a kind soul. If I go back earlier than that, I remember doing uh, a biography on Abraham Lincoln. Uh, so that was, uh, I think there's been more books written about Abraham Lincoln than any other person in the world besides Jesus. <laughs> so, wow. Um, I did, we didn't know that about that. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, well, you know, he was a, and, and he achieved most of his success in life after 50. I mean, he, uh, he got married very late in life. He was, he was very struggling with a lot of defeats and in, in elections into into his forties. So um, uh, a late bloomer, and uh, so he, you know, a lot of integrity, and that's that's what I'm all about. Yeah, and you know, I, and I'm seeing a theme for the show, and it's uh, passion. I'm, you know, you have to have a passion for what you love and do, and it doesn't matter what age you are. And and look at your your parents. Uh, wow, sixty years old, sixty years. That's a very long time. I'm still impressed by that. That's like a Cal Ripken. <laughs> that's a Cal Ripken record right there. You know, like yeah. wow, that's uh, you know. Yeah, I, I was actually sure that after he retired, he was gonna die the next day because that was truly his purpose and passion. Mm -hmm. And 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 I when I did the eulogy for him last year, I talked about the fact that. He had two purposes. One was, was, you know, being an optometrist. The second was having fun. And he had fun during his day as an optometrist. And he would joke around and being sarcastic. He, he loved to play games and, and, and joke around with his clients. So that bringing that into your, your life and just having fun, I think is really important. You know, and that just brings a positivity to the world. And uh, wow. And, and, and to pass on those values onto you, that's just truly amazing. And, and, and you, ha you have that right now. So what, um, what made you decide? Uh, well, you know, from what was your last nine to job, the nine to five job? What was the last like real job that you had before you decided to go on your own? Well, I mean, I, I worked at a large bank as a hedge fund manager. So I don't know if we kind of had our own PL profit and loss statement. So I don't know if that really was nine to five. I don't I don't think I've ever had a nine to five job, to be honest. Like I I worked long hours even at my very first job as an actuary. But I, I would say that was my last so, job where I worked for a company. Tell us about that, about your your first job, about that, your actuary work. That was your first job, your first yeah, professional job. Yes. So um, maybe some listeners know the difference between an actuary and accountant. I, I say an actuary looks at his feet 
when he talks to you, an account looks at your feet when they talk to you. That was <laughs> you can laugh. <laughs> yes, yes, I got it. I got it. Okay. So, so, but an actuary, what an actuary does is he'll calculate the premiums you have to pay for your life insurance, a health insurance, a car insurance, a home insurance. Yeah, so, I always a lot of statistics. I, I always saw actuaries as like forecasters, as weather yes, forecasters, exactly. telling you yeah. the weather if it's going to be hot or cold out there with your numbers. So that's exactly. how that's how I always see an actuaries. Actually, I have yeah. a friend, a very good friend who I went to school with. He's an actuary, and he teaches in uh, uh, in National Community College. Actually, so it's really interesting about that. Yeah, a lot of statistics, a lot of calculus and math, and and some actuaries calculate, you know, predict hey. how long you're going to live. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And I got to tell you something, me uh, being in tech, in the tech world, I didn't realize how important about uh, the numbers and data are, statistics and data is how important that is. And this, it's just, I'm, I'm always amazed by these numbers and data. So, uh, you know, kind important. of, absolutely. And um, so what, uh, so when you went on your own, were you, uh, were you nervous, scared? I mean, when you went on, on your own, like you decided to leave your, your, regular job and just decided to go on your own is that you didn't have any fear or nothing like that right or did you any any great, thoughts great that? question one i guess so when i first so i was working at this large bank and there was a law passed that said that banks can't own hedge funds i was managing a hedge fund and so we all got laid off so i really had no choice uh, although i did i to be completely open with listeners i did start looking for other jobs and believe it or not, even though I made money in 2008 and 2009 and 2010, when I was laid off, I had a hard time finding a job. And I realized that maybe it was a sign that I was supposed to go out on my own. So I started doing the due diligence to create my own hedge fund. And was I worried and scared? No, it was my dream. That was my, if you had asked me in 1992, Joel, like, Okay, so you've been working for a few years, you're working as an actuary, but if you could do anything, you know, you just won the lottery twice, but you have to do something at least four or five hours a day, what would you do? I'd say professional money manager. So it took me 20 years to do it, but I achieved my dream and I raised money. I talked to all the insurance companies that I was investing in at the large bank. And, you know, one of them ultimately decided to give me money and I was off to the races. So no, really wasn't nervous or scared, but I, I will provide when we, we talk about the, the golden nugget in a few minutes, I, I'll provide you with uh, so, so the golden he, nugget. Yeah, no, no worries. No, no worries. He, he's it a little bit right now. But, um, uh, but, yeah. but, you know, it's very interesting. I guess um, I, I'm, I'm guessing the reason why you were, well, you were not nervous is because you already had the passion and drive. When, I think when you have a passion and drive, it, it, you you don't you, you there is no like it's like you're fearless you know because you you have a passion you enjoy right. what you do and there's no you know it's i always say you know you you have to enjoy what you do because then you never work for a day in life exactly and 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 so that happened to me twice so right after i got laid off i started my own hedge fund just uh within a year of that and then when i decided to shut down the hedge fund you know, it was the epiphany to start prosperity coaching and zero doubt. Like I, you know, my, my investors weren't happy. My colleagues weren't happy, but for me, it was 
it, it was purpose. It was, okay, this is what I'm really supposed to do with my life is to help others become financially free. So as you mentioned it earlier before, this is the segment that we'd like to leave the golden nugget piece. And this is where a piece of information you'd like to share that would help business owners or uh, other people business to become better business persons. So is there any information that you'd like to give, uh, you know, leave back or let yeah. us know? Yeah. yeah. So, so Juan, for me, the biggest part of what I teach is mindset, money mindset. And both when I was about to start my hedge fund. And when I was to start my prosperity coaching business, there were a lot of people outside of me giving me doubt. So I, when I, when I was an actuary, people said, Joel, you can't be a professional money manager. When I, when I wanted to start coaching, they said, Joel, you have no experience coaching. So my golden nugget is, is hashtag doubt the doubt have faith in your dreams and desires. And I know it, it, it sounds, you know, kind of cliche, but it's absolutely true. If you have, if you have faith in your doubt, then you're not going to achieve your dreams, but have faith in your dreams. So doubt your doubt. And whenever you start doubting yourself, there's specific techniques you can use to overcome that doubt. We can get, get into that if, if you're interested. Well, thank you for that information. That's uh, been very great. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, is, have you have any achievements that you've done that you'd like to share with us to our listeners that, um, you know, at this point, as you know, you've, you've accomplished a lot so far. And, and I, by the way, I noticed that you travel a lot. I know you went to Egypt, uh, you know, and all these other yes. places. Is there other achievements that you'd like to share to our listeners? I, I, for me, the biggest achievement, believe it or not, and it's very personal, is my biggest fear in life was public speaking up until six years ago in 2016. And I overcame that fear by joining Toastmasters in January 2017. And for me, my biggest achievement was just a few months later on March 4th of 2017, when my oldest daughter, Lauren, was bat mitzvahed, and I was able to speak in front of the 200 people who attended, and of course, Lauren, and was able to speak about her and her amazing manifestations, her amazing first 13 years in front of those people for 17 minutes without any note cards. And I was, I'm so grateful for Toastmasters for teaching me how to speak and without any index cards, without any notes. And for me, that, that is, and, and I went on to be able to speak at my other daughter's bar mitzvahs as well. But for me, that, that was a huge, huge achievement. Well, um, what did I say? Mazel tov, right? <laughs> but listen, uh, I don't know how you memorize all those prayers because I went to my friend's uh, 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 daughter's bar mitzvah and uh, I got to give it to you those prayers in Hebrew. Oh my goodness. I don't know how you do it. You have to pronounce every single word. And I was like, I was truly impressed by, even by that when I was hearing the prayers uh, from my friend's uh, daughter that he, she turned 13 as well. And I was yeah, just it's away. amazing what yeah. you can do at 13, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I don't know. I, so I, you know, at least at 13, I had the book in front of me, right? And I didn't have to memorize things. 
but uh, I, yeah, so wait, that, yeah, wait, very amazing. Joel, you could have fooled me. I didn't know that you were scared of public speak. I think all of us, <laughs> I mean, I, I am still scared, believe it or not. You believe it or not. And I ran for office. I ran for public, yes. for public office. And and I remember even every time I get on stage, even till this day, even to even do the wow talking to sixty people, I still get nervous, believe it or not. But it's only a, a slight seconds. But once you go into that program, it's like autopilot. It's like I don't even think about it. It's like it's really interesting. I get hypnotized. Like it, like it's just it. This program, it's like you are, are so conditioned of saying the same thing over and over that it's just preconditioned. It's like, um, I always say, like, it's a comedian. You ever gone to see a comedy show? Yes. And the same comedians uses the same skit over and over. And it's like, after a while, it's like, okay, uh, we get your jokes now, but you got to get the material. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm that guy, but I'm, I'm more of a co consistent. But um, so I, I wanted to ask you, you've been, uh, tell us about WOW. I mean, you've been coming to WOW now for a while now. So tell us about your experience with WOW to, for our listeners about WOW. Yeah, WOW works. Uh, it's been two years, and I, it's very important to do the one-on-one -on -one meetings, the follow-ups with individuals. For me, there's been so much benefit. Uh, it's benefited my business. As, as you know, Juan, it's part of my Money Miracles membership that I started in September of 2021. Okay. About 25% of the members are WOW members, which is really wow. like blowing. The first uh, course I did online in September of 2021, there were, it was called Infinite Peace and Prosperity. It still is. It's a nine week course on, based on my book, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use. And I'd say eight out of the 15 people who attended were WOW members. And, and uh, it was really amazing to, you know, that, that, that has continued and, and, I don't know why <laughs> they are my biggest fans. I, they show up, they show up to all the, the calls there and, and the postings. And, and like, I, this, there's one guy, uh, Jan Hernstad on, on, and wow, that yep. he comments or likes every single oh. like, ever. I am. I'm like, Jen, you're just What's like such the kindest soul ever. I mean, he's just, you know, and, and they're just, it's just and, a great group of people. And, and you know what? We got to get Jan in the show as well. We'll get him as well. But uh, he's a good person. And we have a lot of great people on the, on Absolutely. the, on the networking group. Um, and I always say it's about consistency. Consistency is key. And the fact that we see each other, talk to each other on a frequent basis, it, it you know, it builds uh, trust. And, and uh, it's always about starting friendship. And then from friendship, it starts trust. And then finally, business at the end, because you, you know, uh, you want to do business with people you like and trust. Absolutely. And, and look, I, I, to be open with you, I've had some nice friendships that have been established from WOW. Um, you know, Marcelina Kadish, she actually helped me sell my mom's house. She, she's a member of the membership. Wow. And nice friends over the last couple of years. And it's, it's just nice that way. Yeah. And we have a wonderful story that we can share. Uh, you go winning on Wednesday.com and click on the blog and you can read the story of Joe Solomon, Marcelino, which is great. Um, and thank you for that, Joe. That was a great story, by the way. So we can, you can hear it and, um, and listen to it. Uh, and listen in here because we'll put the podcast there show as well. Uh, Joe, what is the best way to contact you? Yeah, you can contact me on my website, solomore.com. Again, named after my daughter. So it's S-A-L-E-U-R-M-O-R.com. 
Um, I'm really excited. We got a, um, the membership starting up again, Money Miracles membership. As I mentioned, a lot of WOW members in it. Great group of people who are supporting each other to create Money Miracles. Okay. And one more time for the website again. Salamore.com. So it's S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com. Salamore. Okay. Excellent, Joel. Well, thank you so much for this. It's been great. Um, thank you again for, for being and coming for our show. My pleasure, Juan. This has been awesome. I I so appreciate you. Thank you for everything you do. You got it.